Welcome to Life's a Story, where real life meets the mic. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by some amazing individuals for some candid conversations about the moments in life that shape us. This is Andy. Whether it's navigating relationships, sharing personal triumphs, or dissecting the latest news, we're here to explore it all. Get ready for genuine, thought-provoking discussions. Hey, it's Stephanie. We believe every story deserves a spotlight, and we're not holding anything back. So grab your favorite drink, settle in, and join us as we peel back the layers of real-life experiences, one conversation at a time. Hi, everyone. I'm Dina. Let's dive into authentic, unfiltered stories that make life interesting. I'm excited about what we have in store for you today, so let's go ahead and kick things off and get started. All right. Well, welcome to Life's a Story podcast. I'm your host, Greg Steinke, and my wife, Dina, Andy. Stephanie. <laughs> hey, sorry, my bad. Where real life <laughs> meets the mic. Y'all thought I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, huh? I thought you did. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming with it. A little rusty. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. We only meet once it's a week. It's been a week. It has been a week. It has been a very it's difficult snowing. week. And it's snowing Under outside. Under a winter storm warning. What are you guys going right to do now? if we get stuck here? We have, have coffee in the morning. There you go. The coffee is tasting good tonight. <laughs> you like it? I do like it's it. It's Folgers. Andy, do you like it? It's Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like Sore cherries something. or something, but I'm it's drinking good. it. I appreciate I appreciate you, you know, it, showing your love by it, making coffee. Oh, oh that's fitting for the topic that of is, the evening. That Actually, is. And we're going to get into that in a minute. It does taste like cherries real quick. Why is that? It's, it's, probably, it's probably because I said that. I think now, she, now, now you're thinking that. Now, see, you got that like subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tasting the cherry. Now she's going to taste. Well, <laughs> taste with vanilla, of course. I just, I, I mean, I want to believe that you didn't put anything else in there, but Folgers. Y'all, <laughs> I taste the cherry. <laughs> I can smell the cherry. No, it's Folgers. I don't know. It's all Folgers. Not in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Otherwise. Okay, well, did we have a chance to tell everybody about the going off refined sugar for eight weeks? No, because it did not get recorded. Okay. (laughs) So, as a couple, we were going to go off of refined sugar for eight weeks. Somebody did not make it a day, but it's okay. You know, just it's get, okay. It's yeah. okay, honey. You 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 did no, well. No, no, no. <laughs> so, anyways, we're gonna um, try to stay off res- refined sugar for eight weeks and just see if that makes us feel better, think better, rest better. All those. What day are you on so far? Day six. How much better do you already feel? I, f- you know, I feel really good. I mean, you know. Lost a pound. I'm going to send you a whole podcast yeah. to listen to about how sugar affects your overall life. Oh, I, yeah, yeah I love so that. So it doesn't make you sweeter? <laughs> Steph, do you have a podcast about I don't think about we a... could get any sweeter. <laughs> do you have a I'm podcast sure. about Girl Scout cookie diet? Uh. That's our next eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys quit the sugar. Refraining from Girl Scout <laughs> we'll, we'll eat it all for you. Yeah. Yes. Well, and right. the podcast that just went out today... Um, we talked about my mom having dementia and sugar um, is not good for your brain and for people that have dementia. Um, so, you know, it's fitting that I just want to. It has a lot of lasting effects on mm-hmm. you that people don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably all should cut back a little bit. Well, and, well, I, and I don't think. Well, and I'm not. Will we? Well, yeah. what about honey? 
Like natural honey? Yeah, like natural honey. Mm. I always wanted But I think to grow that's honey. like natural sugar. Right. I think there's a difference between natural sugar and, and unnatural sugar. And unnatural and sugar. And refined of course, sugar. Yes. Refined sugar. Well, speaking of like Like the kind that's in Coke. Speaking of insects real quick, like bees. <laughs> I this is gonna sound crazy. I read this story today and I okay. saved it. So Joanne Murray parachute failed and she plunged 14,500 feet to the ground at 80 miles per hour, landing on a fire ant mound. She was stung over 200 times, but the fire ants have some type of venom. I do not know how to uh, pronounce it. Stephanie, you know how to pronounce that? Poison? Yes. Solenopsin? Yeah. I don't know. But the ant, the stung, um, Joanne releasing the venom which stimulated her nervous system and kept her heart beating, and she survived the fall. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? 14,500 feet. She broke I mean, every bone in her body. I mean, that's when you know you're though, just destined to be alive. Yeah. Like, that just wasn't your time to go. No. But that just amazed me by an ant sting. Well, 200 times could uh, affect your nervous system and keep your heart beating. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, crazy. if you're going to fall um, from a pretty good height... <laughs> Make sure you fall on a fire ant. Yeah, that's what I learned. I thought it was trees you wanted to fall on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to stay off refined sugar. I'll let everybody know um, when we get back together every week how things are going. And if there's some weight loss, great. But my motivation is really just better health, um, just to feel better, better mental and have, clarity. have a discipline in my life. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm why I'm doing that. It's all about making small changes. Yeah, small changes do make big effects. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't realize like they keep a candy jar at work, and you don't realize how often you just grab a piece of candy. Yeah, I miss a, a candy, candy. jar. <laughs> yeah, see, I am not as you know, I am not for sweets. I can live without them. Honestly, I can live without them. It's just that that the bowl. Of gummy whales. In your office. <laughs> just in right my there. Office. Yeah. So I had two of them. Yeah. Now, I used to be a big fan of Reese cups, but lately, now that I've been having them sometimes, I don't like them as much anymore. Yeah. So I need a new favorite candy. There mm. you go. Mm. Well, I've heard gummy whales are good. Gummy mm. whales are really good. Come to my office. I actually like gummy out. stuff. That's, I do too. That's my go-to. Yeah. Gummies. And gummy bears, gummy worms. And my boss brought in Timbits today. Mm. So, you know, just see, and you can eat like 20 of those. I know. So I I had none. I'm very proud of myself. So we'll see. Congratulations. We'll see how things honey. go next week. <laughs> you have Thank a question. You. Oh, yeah. So um, a shout out to Zach and Tori Roloff for this one. Um, I <laughs> Good friends of ours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I listened to their podcast um, in this particular podcast. It was only their second one. They just started a new podcast. But this one um, focused on Zach's health and he has a a shunt mm-hmm. oh in, okay in his head like in his brain in yeah brain area yeah and uh so anyways part of their podcast was what was the peak of your week and what was the pit of your week so i think we'll throw that in in there and see anybody has a we'll start with pit and then we'll end up on the peak yeah so anybody have a pit like you want the bad week? news first yeah like anything just uh Mm-mm. Didn't go so great this week. I don't have anything. Just work. Yeah. In general. Yeah, really just work. <laughs> it's just a little bit depressing anymore. <laughs> yeah. So Wednesday and Thursday. Were I kind of live on the plain area. Like I'm just flat. 
Mm. No highs, no lows. Do you need to go 14,500 feet in the air? And I don't know. Fall? If there's an ant, if an there's ant a fire ant farm, you know, <laughs> fire ant farm underneath me. So nobody has... I feel like there's a good balance, though, of pits and peaks throughout the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day, I think. That we're all just kind of skimming the surface. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have any... I don't have a... I, you know, just thir- Wednesday and Thursday were just, just dragging at just work. Oh my goodness. It yeah. was just so slow. I don't know what the deal was, but we had some, if that's as bad as my week with. goes, you know, that's well, okay. Well, Steph and yeah. I have been, so we knew these next five to six, seven weeks, whatever it is, was going to be really long because of Girl Scouts and just being busy every weekend that we set little uh, goals. So we have a couple trips coming up. That when we lose focus or start to get a little stressed or whatever about, oh, are we going to make it or Mm -hmm. (laughs) how long is this going to be? Or seriously, we got to make it through this day. Now we can think there and think, sit there and think about like, we're going to go to Gatlinburg. Um, So change your focus. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of helped a lot. Take the kids on a little trip. Yeah. Do a little hiking. Now it was Valentine's Day this week. So everybody should have a peak. To mention, no, I have a peak. Um, did we do anything for Valentine's Day? <laughs> what are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> or the day after? Because Valentine's Day was on Wednesday, was on Wednesday. so that's kind of lousy. Yeah, we went to we went to we the anything. Mexican restaurant. And yeah, can we give a shout out to where we went and local? Yeah, El Sombrero. They're or, back good. They're, they're back, back in business. Yes, they're open. Yes, yes. Okay. And if you, if you wanted the English version, the hat. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> El Sombrero, the so, hat. So it was good. It, it was good to see the business. I think they had like a kitchen fire or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was good to see um, that hometown business was and their open. owner or their previous owner sadly passed, passed away. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He so, did so much for the community. Yeah, so it was really good. Portion size was good. Yeah, prices yeah. were up, but that's like everywhere else. Right. Well, because their insurance probably went up. Yeah. True. And then the hubs you know, got me uh, my favorite perfume. That I did. Nice. Aww. It's candy by Prada. I, it's delish. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Steph got a couple candles. I did get some candles. <laughs> nice. Hey. And honestly, that's nothing wrong. With I don't want to say that's what I asked for. Is if it's like a Christmas list because this isn't Christmas. But he had said like the girls really want to get you something for Valentine's Day. What would you like? And I'm like, I need more candles. <laughs> and a gift card. <laughs> and a gift card. Nice. That's all right. So, you know, and I'm not, I am not one for material things necessarily, but if you're going to get me something, get me something I can use. Yeah, something same. that I want. The perfume. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. A, so it's a little pricey. The gift card's good. So the, that's why, you know, yeah. if I can get it as a gift once a year. Well, the last time I got it for her was about six years ago. At least. And I mean, you still have some? No, I've been oh. out for a very long time. For five years. <laughs> what did you do last Valentine's Day? I had to save up. And the one before that. I had to save it up. <laughs> and what did you get, Greg? I got a card. A card. <laughs> and? And my cologne. Your signature cologne. Nice. What do you use? Well, this is his everyday cologne. My everyday Stetson. Stetson. Oh, okay. It's, I like it. But she likes okay. the obsession for men. No, I don't. No, he doesn't no. really wear cologne. No, no, no. Cool water. Cool water. Yes, cool water is like really good. I'm not a cologne guy. 
What's that? I said, Steph's lucky if I wear deodorant. I love cologne. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just wear kidding. deodorant. Did you hear that? <laughs> What's that? I love to smell cologne on a man. I do too. <laughs> I'll remember that next. Uncle Greg. Well, well this, okay. this is so, February month. Okay, so hey, I'm not quite done. I have one other thing to mention. Okay. Or do you want me to mention saving it for the next episode? Watch save it for the next one. <laughs> You're cut off. I'll save it. You're not cut off. We want to we want to save more for next time. Okay. Dean is ready. So here here's here's uh the, of course the podcast is about love and this is the love month. And uh, so we're going to talk in uh, just a little bit or discuss a little bit concerning love. And Stephanie named this podcast Love. Go ahead. Love is a verb. Love is a verb. Explain that to me. Oh, well, I don't, you know, it kind of stems off of a very extensive conversation that Andy and I had had recently um, in the car because we in the evening sometimes just escape from our children <laughs> when they're in bed and oh, okay i was gonna say you know we just need to have like serious conversation um our car is like the escape for us so we can leave the front door open if anybody comes out or anything <laughs> but we know like nobody's coming in the room nobody's hearing what we're saying or any of that kind of stuff um because their little ears don't need to hear some of that so um but we were talking a lot about basically just love and how it's a feeling and when we had spoken with you guys a while ago mm-hmm. we were having some trouble in that area and I think it was said at one point in time that you know love is not a feeling love is action mm-hmm. and at the time you know I think we probably both kind of push that away a little bit because when you're in a certain mindset you don't want to hear it right Um, But the more that we thought about it, I mean, love is not just a feeling, not to say that it can't be a feeling, Um, but we wanted to talk tonight a little bit more about how love is action. There can't be love without action behind it. Right, right. It's the proof of your love. Yeah. And uh, it is that, that's that motivation feeling, and it is a feeling, you can't deny it's not a feeling. Um, and, I, and I know you're not denying that, but it goes way beyond that. Mm-hmm. And when you even don't feel like loving somebody, um, there's that push to love them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can have a spouse, you know, if we want to keep it in that that realm or your significant other, you know, before you go off for the day, I love you, but um when they come home from work, they're critical, they're um, not engaging, they don't help with anything or, you know, whatever the list is. Not not mine. My my man's a good good helper and yep. it's great about that a kind plus of stuff. Rating. But a I'm plus. just, you know, you're saying the words, I love you, but if you don't follow up and have some action behind that, really they mean nothing. Words, Correct. Words, Correct. Don't, you know, don't actions they speak louder say, than words. You know, just, just don't tell me, show me. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, you heard the expression, I love you to the moon and back, right? Yes. Do you all know where that come from? Nope. Where? <laughs> You're going to tell us. I'm going to yep. tell you. <laughs> We're ready. I'm going to tell you. I had, to, I had to look it up because I thought it was like from, you know, Jackie Gleason or something. But he, he's the one that said, uh, you know, one of these days, Alice, one of these days. Right. Going to send you to the moon or something me, like that. Yeah, send us to the moon. And, uh, but love... This 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 quote, I love it to the moon and back, comes from a 
a book about um, a father rabbit and a little hare, little rabbit. You ever know that? No, this sounds very yeah, interesting. I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Everyone curl up, grab your favorite drink. And <laughs> sit back and here, let me tell We're you a story listen. about Father Rabbit and Little Hare. And uh, they, they were having a conversation uh, to one another and how much they loved one another. And Little Hare just wanted to prove how much he loved his dad, so he put out his hands. And then uh, his dad put out his hands. Of course, they're longer, they're bigger. Mm-hmm. And said, then the little rabbit said, Daddy, I love you to the moon. And then Dad said, I love you to the moon and back. Mm. And that's where that come from, believe it or not. Never knew that. That's yeah. Interesting. A, interesting. Yes. It's a good little tidbit. So anyways, when, how do you guys would express love to each other? Like what, as a woman... I'm assuming that we would say um, the actions that show love to us are going to be different than the guys. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the one thing, too. I mean, you think, you know, acts of service is an entire love language that people base their relationships off of. Mm -hmm. Um, And however it is that you feel loved, whether that is acts of service or gifts or words of affirmation mm-hmm. or what are the others? I don't know. I don't have them memorized, but there's several. Um, but we've talked about that too, pretty in depth on how you can say, I love you. And I feel like at one point in time, like Andy and I would always kind of go back and forth about how he would always say that he loved me and I never said it back in a way that made him feel like I loved him Mm. Um, and maybe because our love languages were just a little bit different and we've kind of evolved with all of that and kind of you know I don't want to say gotten to know each other a little bit more but we've grown a lot in Mm -hmm. the last six months to a year and um, but he always talked about how he would always say that he loved me and I just would say Love you too. And it was never, you know, a big thing for me. Um, But when we, the four of us had kind of talked about it, that I had said um, that, you know, love to me specifically is not just you saying you love me. Like all the actions that I'm seeing from you day to day Mm -hmm. over and over again, that's love to me. Right. So when you say you love me, I'll say I love you too, but I don't feel like you actually love me because you're not showing me that you do. Right. So I think that's something that we've worked on. And that's the 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 woman's point of view. That's right? the, I, I think the woman's many. point of view. And yes. I think, yeah, I would say a majority yeah. of women are probably like that. And there are women who obviously like material things more or gift giving, but you can't tell me from a woman's standpoint that just hearing somebody say that they love you, but never having any action behind that love Mm -hmm. that they feel like that's real love. Right. And, and I would say, I think another part of that would be, um, I, I know I've used this terminology before in our marriage, you know, I just want you to know me. And so I think for me, showing love is 
knowing who I am, um, knowing about me and how I click, you know, um, if I'm having a bad day or, you know, I'm going through this struggle, you know, um, this phase of life and women go through all different phases of life and there's hormones and physical changes, um, that affect our personalities, you know, but that he would know me and, you know, say, Hey, you know, I I don't understand what you're going through, but I'm here for you and supportive. So, you know, for me, I think that's another type of showing without necessarily an action, but it is showing that you love me um, by your words, you know, does that make sense? But there's like intention behind it. Yes. Still. Yes. Because I think um, for a spouse to take the time to really know the other, and I'm probably, you know, I'm sure not probably, you know, just as guilty of that, like really taking the time to really know each other. Yeah. um, Is a, a love language, you know, to me. Yes. Yeah. For the husband, like, um, I was really bad at showing. I learned what cascade finish and Don were <laughs> <laughs> just recently. <laughs> Congratulations. I put those little pods in the dishwasher. I think it's called. Yeah. 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 But it, it is, but honestly, it's loading real- the dishwasher is also a love language. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling I you, it. you guys argue about how the dishes get loaded. No. Never. I'm just glad that he does it. I, I don't say, care I don't how they get in there. We've okay. argued over that. No, we don't argue about it. I think you're but really I, proud. I there do are it. those that probably. <laughs> do. I am. I'm very yeah. proud of you. But as long as the door I feel closes, like, I think I'm doing good. That's what know? I see. Yeah. But I always feel like I have to put things in in a manner that makes it easier to put away. Right. Once they're clean. So I like oh, yeah, organize yeah. them nicely. Right. Well, I have OCD, so everything's got to be. Whereas, right. like oh. Andy, just kind of like. If there's room for 20, I'm getting 25. Tosses in it in there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But at, from a woman's perspective, um, if you're working all day, you know, uh, Stephanie works full time. We all in here work full time. But for a husband, and I'm not saying my husband because he's the man. Like he likes to clean. He vacuums. He loads the dishwasher. He'll cook. So I have no complaints in that area whatsoever my apron every day <laughs> um but i've learned to be more supportive too, yes as an action like yeah you've ta- yeah. you've re- you've relieved her of a burden that she doesn't have to deal with later in the day yeah uh, yeah like um when we went to our little spell i found myself trying to do everything mm. and then it became almost like a competition in my head when it didn't need to be right and but then like once it kind of slowed down and I got in a rhythm, I started to realize, like, I don't need to do everything. But I also started to realize the girls, I mean, they love me and I love them, but there's just that special bond with your mom. Mm-hmm. And I felt like as I as the time went by, one of the most important jobs Steph had was to cuddle with our girls. Mm-hmm. Like, they love that. So I was able to give her... That couple, even if it was just 15 to 20 minutes, just to sit there and lay with them. Mm -hmm. And it's opened them up so much more. Right. And then. So uh, it goes beyond just like, hey, thanks for helping me with the dishes. It's like you said, showing support and. Yeah. And saying like, I care about your feelings beyond. 
you know, and you the can't, housework. You can't just categorize right things in your yeah. life. This yeah. is it. This is and this isn't. This is this isn't. And then you think you got it covered because as you go through life, your life changes, mm-hmm. your 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 marriage changes, your home changes. You know, you have kids at one time, then you have then you don't have any. So in that aspect, you know, love or the the distribution of your love can change dramatically. Yeah. Oh yeah, and take a liking into their hobbies or their passions. Like for Stephanie recently is Girl Scouts. She's the Girl Scout cookie manager. And I feel like it's my job if I need to help with whatever, or I know she's got to go to a lot of booths, so. And he's going to dress up in a giant blow-up axolotl costume for me. Right. We'll post That's pictures love. on the website. That is love, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he could have just sat back and said, hey, I didn't sign up for he that. He looked good. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. your job. So that is an, yeah. uh, showing an act of, act of love. And to be honest, coming from someone who never took the time to, like, show support, because I used to cry about <laughs> Girl Scouts. Like, oh, my gosh, another event. Now it's like, well, this is exciting. Where, what can I do to help? Right. So I think once you find that time or that different mindset, it's really enjoyable. It's a lot of fun, to be honest. Well, and you said it. You got involved in her hobby or whatever she's doing, and so now you're excited about it. But you purposely got interested in what she was doing. Right. I mean, I learned how to cut fabric. That was, I mean, fun stuff. And then I've come to find out, if you're here in Troy, the Maker's Lab, look it up. As that's (laughs) at the library, right? Well, it's in like the government center by the library. The, is that the Hobart building? Yes. Okay, the Hobart building. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, you but can we're do. Obsessed. Yeah, you can do any type of projects in there you want. Like, what really? are some of the projects you just got done doing this past week? I mean, week? we made banners and signs, you know, printed like a large vinyl banner and stuff. Um, oh, nice. And it was like half the price of what you'd pay doing it online. Really? Yeah. We we'll just to check go in out. there, you upload your file print it out put it, the grommets in really yeah, yeah they have, have a 3d that. machine yeah. there a coffee maker or logo maker i should say for like coffee mugs yeah um, you can do buttons you can but, do engraving you can do all kinds of fun stuff have to check there. that out look it at this maker fun. labs getting their own commercial yeah <laughs> there you go um something else i was thinking about like um today greg actually did it but um kind of like along what andy was saying like you know, being invested, um, in your spouse. When Greg was at the store today, uh, he called me up and I think you called me twice. I couldn't pick up the first time. And I said, I'm right in the middle of something. What do you need? And he's like, well, this is time sensitive. Um, I'm at, I'm at the store. Is there anything that you need or want? I thought that's so nice because you thought about me and yeah. you know and I wouldn't have had to run to the store you know who wants to run to the store after work right not Nobody. a soul so that was um that I mean, was an act of love that was an act love of love was a verb. what did you really want from the store though well we got <laughs> snacks <laughs> no really that no, that is no. that really did mean a lot to me but okay. you know um I know you got a verse that you want to read but um outside of other other uh, synonymous words. Love is found 311 times in the Bible. Wow. And that doesn't include any, any time it talks about charity or, um, which is another word for love, but love is that love is the, the greatest motivation. It is the greatest motivation in man. Mm. 
the 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 fascinating thing was the second greatest motivation was anger. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. And uh, but you know, love is that uh, word that is action. We read that many times in the Bible, and uh, that the Lord loved us and sent His Son. Uh, that we might uh, have everlasting life, but you have, what do you have there? Yes. Well, you know, like you say, you can't really speak on love without mentioning um, what the Bible has to say about it. So in first Corinthians chapter 13, verse four, it says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful that we could talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. There and that's the it. ESV version, in case anybody was wondering. It is. Cuz the the whole concept, I don't care if you have a King James version, ESV, ASV, doesn't matter the concept of it is that life in its fullest develops from love mm -hmm. and uh it is that love that overcomes the love that conquers the love that helps you through especially as a married couple and uh there's that love that that soothes the pain and uh, comforts those that are are lonely and uh love is not just to be displayed on February the 14th, or if you're like me, um, that didn't have good enough planning, February the 16th. <laughs> I had to order her product candy. Yeah. However, it. here's a good thing, though. Uh, I did go to several different stores, and they did not have it. It's a popular, popular item. What is it now? Uh, Prada candy. Product. It's a perfume. Oh, that's the it's perfume. Candy by Prada. Oh, I was trying to think of. I don't. I haven't heard this candy before. <laughs> <laughs> Prada. She really likes Prada candy. <laughs> is that a wine? Where can I get that from? <laughs> but uh, yeah, February is not just a month to show your love. It's all year round, and mm -hmm. uh, and your home. Honestly, your home ought to be the place where that love is shown and proven. Um, whether you're just husband and wife, or whether you have friends here and there, yeah. but love ought to be the place where you can come or the home ought to be a place where you can come and just feel that love. Well, and even like in this list um, as spouses, it's so easily you can fall into some of these things. Um, you know, love is not rude. It's not arrogant. Um, it's not bringing up the other person's wrongdoing. I mean, just some of those things that we can easily do um, to our spouses. And um, so just to be mindful of showing love well, and respecting. Well, that's got, like a little thing here just on that, that on love being a choice um, and one that you have to make day after day after day. Yeah. Multiple um, times. Multiple times a day. Yep. So, but this says, how can we speak each other's love language when we are, when we are full of hurt, anger, and resentment over past failures? The answer to that question lies in the essential nature of our humanity. We're creatures of choice. That means we have the capacity to make poor choices, which all of us have done. We've spoken critical words and have done hurtful things. 
we're not proud of those choices. Poor choices in the past don't mean that we must make them in the future. Instead, we say, sorry, I know I've hurt you, and I would like to make the future different. And then you make the choice to leave the past in the past and make the future different. And that's part of love. Yeah. And you know, love doesn't come naturally. No. A lot of other emotions do. Anger comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Love does not come naturally. That's why you find many times in the Bible where it says love. It's a command. Even to love God or to love your brothers or to love your neighbor as yourself. It is It is work. Yeah. yeah. And and I know I said that before, but um, it is. It is a, it's a daily awareness and being conscience, conscience, have, having some conscience in you, but being conscious of your spouse or your children to display that love that they need and and that will help them get through that day as well. Yeah, and you and I've seen it in um my own life. You know, if you're in, going in marriage you know, we're married 35 years, almost 36 and just the phases that you go through in a marriage and um you know, when you're going might go through a difficult time and you don't really feeling love um, towards your spouse, y- you can pray and ask God, help me to love this person. Show me how to love this person. And I have seen God do that in myself, you know, and throughout our marriage. So, And that was yeah. early, one of the first early. times, very early in our marriage. Yeah. Where she shared with me um, that she had to actually pray. And we were married a, f- a few years, maybe. Yeah, maybe five or so. And uh, and she had to really, you know, make that an action in her own life to love me because I wasn't that lovable. And especially in our earlier years of our marriage. And, uh, you know, when you do make that choice and... You know, you, you, you've got, and certainly the Lord was in this as well. Um, you can see some just powerful, powerful things take place that you didn't think would ever happen. But when you put that love, as Stephanie said, as a verb and not just words, uh, to make it a routine habit of just saying, I love you. I think we do that so mishappily to where, love you, love you. And we say it to about anybody, and uh, but that's not that's not love. Mm-hmm. That's just a word, and love does um, have to have that progression of action behind it to prove it. Yeah, yeah. You have to put some purpose behind it. You know, Absolutely. you have to be intentional um, when it comes to loving those that you have around you. Well. That's uh, that can be a very deep subject as well, and uh, I hope that this is a just a help to you, encouragement, a little entertaining. Love one another, maybe a challenge. Well, I think anyone can look up all of this on the internet, but coming from us, I think it, with examples really helps in hearing it. Yeah, oh, yeah. real yeah, life I mean, examples. Exactly. We've all been through periods where there was not love, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think a There's, lot of marriages. Um, Go through th- those. They're, they're, if we talk about pits and peaks, probably the pits where they just didn't feel like they could love one another anymore, mm-hmm. or I cannot love you the way you are. 
And um, the, the greatest thing to do is to now make yourself and initiate yourself to put that into action as hard as it might be. But when you do that and you start to love that other person as difficult as it is, they will respond in a positive way also. Yeah. And well, and when you're in a quote unquote pit in your marriage, you don't just give up, you know, you, you seek out, seek some help, get some ideas um, of what you can do to help your marriage. Um, so you don't stay in the pit. Well, just you know? don't give up either. I mean, just don't give up. If you don't get the answer, you're, you're wanting because you did one thing. Don't sit there. Ugh, I quit. Right. Like keep striving, keep going. Yep. And yeah. then, cause you'll slowly see the changes come. That's right. And those are called small victories. Those yeah. are big. Yeah. Those yeah. are bigger than you think those they are. Those are encouragement to those that are going through a hard, difficult time. Oh, yes. And as much as we talk, too, about um, love as a verb, when you're talking about love between two people, um, I also don't think that a lot of times we focus enough on your ability to show actionable love to other people in your life is a lot of times dependent on how much you love yourself. So love is action within yourself, too. It's not, you know, when you're hurting and you're, um, you know, just not in a good place in your life. And Andy and I have both experienced this personally. When you're not happy with yourself, when you're not in a good place, you can't give that love to other people around you genuinely. Right. Right. When your cup is empty, you know, you can't pour it into somebody else when you're depleted yourself. Yeah. So love is action, you know, within yourself, too. It's not just about giving to other people. That's true. And I would say that's not like, how do I want to say this? Like in our society, you know, like you need to love yourself first and, you know, you need to make yourself a priority first. And there's a little, little bit of truth to that. Um, but, you know, the Bible talks about us loving others. And um, I do believe, though, it's taking care of yourself physically, Absolutely. taking care of yourself mentally, um, spiritually. And then you are able to pour into well, other people. Well, here's the thing, you know, yeah. when you, you brought up the Bible, the Bible does say to love your neighbor as, as your, yourself. There's nobody that, you know... Unless you're in that depressed state um, where you you yourself are at rock bottom, um, but there is a, a you know a right place where I am, and he's basically saying you take care of your own self, you you enjoy meeting your needs, so now you extend that to those around you, to look at them and meet their needs and love them just like you would do yourself, and so naturally if if you are depressed or you are uh, in a situation where you you just don't love yourself then no you're not going to you're not going to extend that to someone else until you take care of yourself first yeah. i mean you can't be miserable in yourself in your relationship and whatever and expect to be able to have what you need to show love to somebody yep. for sure well gang i think our time's up <laughs> Don't. We have so much more to say. We do. We do. But, uh, it's a multifaceted topic of conversation. It is. Our next episode will probably be about the same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'll be about anything. I think Andy's got something he's wanna, he wants to ask a question. 
on our next next episode, which I thought was pretty unique. I never thought about it, but uh, he'll he'll remember here shortly before we come back. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm your host Greg Steinke, and uh, Life's a Story podcast with my wife Dina, Andy, and Stephanie. See, See you guys. later. Bye. And uh, where everyone has a story worth telling. Thanks for listening. <laughs>